Welcome to Bearish. We're not financial professionals, and this is not financial investment advice. Enjoy the episode. What's today's topic? Topico? Fuck Robin Hood. Are we switching brokerages? Yes. That is the question of the day. Robin Do TV. I want to? No. Yeah. Right. But they did Am us I? dirty. Yes. They just did us they dirty. Did us so dirty. Okay, yeah, let me rephrase that. I want to, yes, but Robin Hood's interface, amazing. It's too damn good. Amazing. I wish Robin Hood would go bankrupt and then Someone TD Ameritrade can just buy <laughs> their interface and yeah. just put it on theirs. Be there's nothing so wrong fun. with them copying it. Like, there's nothing, stopping, there's nothing stopping TD Ameritrade from making... I mean, they have their own app, right? On yeah. the phone. Yeah, but you don't think there's a... Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, Nothing's it's just fucking graphs, them. dude. So. Yeah. I mean, how, you can really right, well, only get so with that being special said, graph. Robin Hood, see you later. Deuces. Peace. What are you guys moving not for into? A, not for a while for me, though, because I'm in a, a call option for a month. <laughs> so I'm going to stick with them for a while. Mr. Short Term himself. No, I was talking to Mike about this. It's such a it's such a long term approach to it. Like oh yeah, really yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is totally, so, we're dude. not gonna give no. Both fuck options. You're too risky. <laughs> they have shit that's like way too complicated. I'd rather just invest in the company. Mike, do you remember Mike, you remember what I said? Hmm. Here we go. They're doing they're doing a share buyback plan. Yeah. They're doing a dividend. Their PE ratio is one of the lowest there yeah, is. Like, it's, ratio. It just makes sense. <laughs> it's not right, just based so, off of emotion. You actually looked at their numbers yeah, the bro- before you the did brokerage. I looked the at the numbers. We're gonna switch to the fucking money. The brokerage. Going we're gonna switch to. <laughs> oh, are you asking? Know, you know? I don't know. Oh, I'm going Think or Swim. I'm going TD Ameritrade for sure. I, I think I'm doing TD Ameritrade yeah. too. I already have an account. It's just I gotta learn. Robinhood makes it simple for like a newborn baby to come out and throw their money into it, and TD Ameritrade just doesn't because it's for like I think adults. That might be good though. Yeah, you, know, you guys have said that TD Ameritrade has that really helpful system, so it may be harder to get used to. Once you get used to it, I imagine it helps you a lot more. No, you're right because they have like a when you do options and you do strategies and stuff, you can type in the exact strike and. Um, whatever stock it is like the underlying and it maps out an exact profit loss where it has to go where break even is max loss max gain like everything like that like it just shows it there for you on a graph so once you're able to actually use it it's easy what'd you say (laughs) robin hood does it all on (laughs) robin hood um (laughs) did i did i disappear dude you just went Blank. But you're back now. Like, okay, well, uh, I was going to say Robinhood doesn't have those projections, those nice projections. You have to do everything in your head, I think. So that's a yeah. pretty good reason to, to use that system. Yeah, I think I'm going to do TD Ameritrade. I already have an account with it. And like Max said, the Thinkorswim platform, like you can just do all of these graphs and all, all of these indicators and everything just help you out. Um, yeah. That's really for, that's really for like trading though. So... I mean, you could do a long term though. Ameritrade for sure. Yeah, you could do long term. You don't need the graphs for long term, really. Well, when you, you really change find... it to like a year or like a couple years, it changes the the indicators and RSI and everything. Like like yeah. change for the year date. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know exactly. It's just how to explain it, but yeah, they changed it's just really, for that. Yeah, adjusted. it's really it's really convenient because it's all on that platform. Right, it's all in one mm-hmm. place. So you can you can buy 
as you're looking at the graph and everything. I mean, with Robinhood, it's it, it's not complicated like that, but that's why we love Robinhood because it's so simple. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just so it's just so nice to look at that graph and see so, it green and it's just going up. I don't know how much experience you guys have had with other apps, but in terms of viewers or listeners, what app would you recommend if you have any experience with others that is as simple as Robinhood or at least the next best thing for people that want to invest but maybe want to say fuck Robinhood at the same time? Yeah, Um, drop a comment. Well, to be honest... We did a story. We did a story on it. I've heard a lot of Weeble. We did a... I've never, yeah, I've never used it, but I've heard yeah. a lot of it's like kids our age, like and young adults using Weeble. I, I feel like I've heard the interface is pretty uh, seamless. And somebody on our Instagram said that's a little confusing. I'm not gonna. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I've yeah. looked at it. It is kind of confusing. Somebody said Cash yeah. App was pretty straightforward, which it's, okay. I didn't even it. know that Cash App had first, a brokerage. That was the first uh, app I actually bought a stock on. Was Cash App. <laughs> I didn't even. Swear. What does it look like? Is it like Robinhood? It's super. super I imagine super it like simple. Robinhood. It's more. No, it's more simple than Robinhood. Oh, I mean, I guess if you're looking it's for cr- a simple one, then it's crazy. Head Cash over to Cash App. Like, I don't know. I don't know how. Um. Like I don't know if their rep- reputation is good. Yeah. Cash App. Like I don't know if I'd want to put ten thousand dollars into Cash App. You know. Yeah, right. and how they make money through doing that, it might be a little different. Actually, it's amazing you just brought that up, Max, amazing. because I just found out today how Robinhood <laughs> makes money, and I, I saw it on a very, uh, it was a very good video, very informative. It's uh, it was a TikTok, so <laughs> nice. <one>. <laughs> <laughs> so this this is what the guy said. So say Apple is at two hundred dollars, and Robinhood has the bid ask at two hundred and two hundred and five cents. When you put your order in to buy Apple. You swipe up, you buy, you do one, swipe up. Robinhood takes that information and immediately sells it to a hedge fund. And the fund immediately buys Apple at 200 and then sells it back to you at 205 cents. Huh. And they pocket wow. the difference. So you're, and they're just doing that with millions of transactions? Millions oh, and then millions. Then that's what, because earlier we were talking about this saying like, because the brokerage is free, the product is free, the user is the product. So they're literally, literally. selling us our information our trades to somebody else so they and can basically make a quick some buck form of market manipulation well that's like what cookies are in your computer so. they track all your shit yeah. and they send it off to somebody it's like yeah but for it to do it that fast as soon as you have it like as soon as you say you want to buy it the the people on the other end have to have it set up to where there's not even people it has to be like a system well, there's as already soon things as you buy, they buy automatically. Well, there's already things like that, like AI, yeah. yeah, AI already buys up um, stocks or sells stocks based on what is posted on the internet. They'll read for keywords, and if there's enough of their keywords in, like some kind of post about whatever certain stock, it'll trigger the AI to buy it or to sell it. And so I'm sure it's something wow. along the lines of that. They know there's so much volume in something like Apple. And so the bid ask is a little spread out. And so they just instant, like it's instantaneous. Somebody buys it up and sells it to you for a quick couple cents, but multiply that times a million or like AMC or GameStop or whatever. They had a volume of one day of a billion. So multiply Mm -hmm. a couple cents by a billion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What sucks is your, that means your entry points and your exit points on Robinhood are 
worse than... I don't know if any other brokerage does it, but Robinhood, you're not going to get the best entry point and the exit point when you're getting into or out of a trade. If you're getting the ask, but you want the bid, right? but you're getting the ask. Like, you just... And imagine doing that with thousands yeah, of... Yeah, exactly. Or even hundreds, hundreds of um, shares. That yeah. adds up. To be honest, yeah. when you're just buying a few shares here and there, you may not notice it really at all. But when you're buying hundreds of thousands of shares, when you have big time money, that hundreds of thousands of shares, it's, you're going to take a little bit of a hit in mm -hmm. the bid ask spread, which yeah. is not ideal. Mm -hmm. um, so how does it I work think, when I you sell? Do they like double dip? Do they get it on the buy and the sell or just the buy? I don't know. I don't know about the sell. I mean, it's probably the same thing, just reverse. When you go yeah. to sell it at... 205 the the broker will buy it at 205 and they'll give it to you for 200 i don't know i really don't it probably is just a reverse action of what it is right. um because they have to make money on it somehow exactly, and they, they will yeah. find a way to make money on, on it somehow uh whether these other brokerages do it not really sure but i know, I know that robin hood is kind of like known for that because they are what introduced free trades um and it seemed like everyone else followed after them just competition wise. So that leads me to believe that they may not, other brokerages may not be doing it to that extent because they already had a form of income in a different way, maybe set up. So I stuck with that, uh, whether that's right or not, I'm not really sure. But um, have you guys <laughs> ever used like Fidelity or anything or like anything else? I've used no. Merrill Lynch and I still use that and I love it, but it's not like Robin Hood where it's got this green or red graph and it's super laid out for you, but it is like, it's up there. It's super simple. Yeah. And the research they give you is, yeah, ridiculous. Um, TD, uh, think or swim, TD Ameritrade's Think or Swim is pretty cool too because you can have a bunch of windows open at once on the same screen. So you can be watching a couple different uh, stocks and have all the analysts, the analytics on it. And then on the side, you can also have, there's like, you can customize it where there's like a drop down menu of like 20 different options. And those include like live stream of CNBC or whatever financial show is on at the moment. Yeah. Or like they'll give you top news stories and updates every second and they'll just pump them in so you can kind of see what's being talked about, which is actually pretty cool. You, it's completely customizable for whatever. Like mine would look completely different than one of your guys. It's just because it's based on preference, which I think is what attracts me to it. It's kind of unique mm -hmm. and it's for what so it's you more like a, a laptop interface kind of. Yeah. It's, it's a That's whole, it's right. a whole entire, it's like a browser that comes up and like a, like a whole it's like window. Its own application. Yeah. It's like its own window oh. and it pops okay. up and you log in and then you can just change all this stuff and it's unique to you. That's What's smart. annoying about all of this is with Robinhood, you can like, you know, and you, you got used to how simple it is. So when you go to these other brokerages, you see how complicated it is. Right. And it's annoying because you know they can simplify it, but they just don't. Yeah. Like they can dump they can dump some stuff down, but they just they really don't. That's what the theme of like the past two weeks have been is like these big time <laughs> hedge funds and stuff have been like, Oh, we're using too we're too technical, we're too smart for the average person to be even involved in what we're doing. And so Robinhood kinda came in and made it really simplified for the average investor to come in and be like, you know what, we can make some noise because we like, it's not as technical and whatever as you as you may like make it out to seem. Whereas yeah. that's why like a lot of like Fidelity and TD Ameritrade and Amer uh, Merrill Lynch and all that kind of stuff like it's made for like the older 
kind of investor, like more mm-hmm. you know, experience. Yeah, what they're doing exactly. Yeah, once you pick classic about all of this. Yeah, yeah. There you go. What's annoying about all of this though is everyone wants to leave Robinhood because of what happened the past week with GameStop and them, you know, uh, limiting and even stopping buying of shares. The problem is other brokerages did that too. Like TD yeah. Ameritrade did it. Um, uh, interactive we, brokers did it. Weeble, Weeble did, it. did it. Yeah, so I don't really know. That's that's why I don't know. I will end up switching. I'm going to go to TD Ameritrade, like I said. It's just super convenient that you can have the Thinkorswim platform and you can see all the graphs and everything. But but what's, what's the difference if they all did the same thing? You're right on yeah. that. There's... It's it's interesting, but the fact that another thing that kind of strays me away from Robinhood that these other guys aren't really having a problem with is it sounds like Robinhood is having a lot of liquidity issues. They weren't able to go. They have to put up a certain amount of money to even make these trades possible through a clearinghouse and yada, yada, yada. There's a whole, there's a whole lot of behind the scenes shit that goes on. And it sounds like they really didn't have enough funds for the trade volume that they were having which kind of raises an issue of like, well, if you don't have enough funds and more people are getting into investing, how are you going to be able to handle it in the future? Which could lead to a kind of like, we can't even pay you guys out type thing. So like, and then accounts freeze, there's holds, and then you can't even take out your money. And it's like, how long will it take before I can actually withdraw my money and put it into my bank account? Like, it's a lot of sketchy things going on that kind of stray you away from it. Yeah. Did you see that they raised a billion dollars? They had to. Yeah. They were. They were. Um, they didn't have a choice because they couldn't really fund what the amount of volume that was going on in those couple of days. I wish I knew more about this, and because we're talking about it. But like you said, Max, the, the whole clearinghouse thing, and they have to put a, put up a certain amount of money. The I think in total, of Vlad, the CEO, went on Clubhouse with Elon Musk and had a talk with him, and he said like. For that one day where everything was going crazy, they they were hit with a bill of like three billion dollars. Yeah, it was it was insane. And up until and up until then, like from Robin Hood's um, their first day or whatever, up until then, they were only asked to put up a total of two point something billion. So in that one day, they were asked to put up more than all time. Mm-hmm. They're like their whole entire existence, no, which is crazy. It's, it's honestly somewhat understandable. They had to do what they had to do, but it's like you don't want to trust your money in somewhere that is having issues with funding. It's like well, that. But then why? Then why did the other brokerages do it? Did they do it just to follow suit, or did they do it because they had to? That's what I'm that's getting. That's a whole at. other like, story, the, man. Yeah, what's the difference if they all did the same thing? No, Robinhood is, is sort of like a startup, I think. And they're still in a startup phase slash, I think, unicorn. I, I forget how big they are. Um, so they may not have as many funds as like the traditional brokerages like TD Ameritrade and all them. They're probably operating at a loss. Maybe they're making profits. I don't know if they already got out of that stage. But it, it sounds like they just don't have enough capital. Well, yet. they were coming out Once with an IPO, grow, which raises money. So and now it's not yeah, happening. So but, they were you know, trying. To, to backpack, like I think you're right. They were in like a new phase, um, which is why they were coming out with an IPO to raise capital. But they've just been hit with so much bad press that they delayed it because who's going to want to invest in that now? Like they, 
they're they're in a bunch of different lawsuits is what it sounds like and people don't have trust in them and trust and money go hand in hand you don't want to put your money in somewhere that you don't have trust in so they're in a difficult Mm -hmm. place right now it's not just because they kind of hit people blindsided with oh we're stopping this like yeah it was kind of a messed up thing but it's also like oh you don't have enough funding to do what we need you to do so it's just another sketchy aspect of it it's good to reflect as well because (laughs) two episodes ago we were just going off on them because we were so upset Uh, i was quite emotional but it sort of makes sense how much how much assets certain companies um or certain brokerages have and robin hood is quite below uh, Charles Schwab has 3.8 trillion, meaning they, you know, they have a lot of capital if anything happens. TD Ameritrade has 1.3 trillion. E Trade has 600 billion. Robinhood is only 20 billion. So they're yeah. far, far below the other brokerages. I mean, by a yeah. long shot. Which is probably why they had to do what they had to do, or else they were gonna just gonna go under. No, it, they're they a young company. Against the wall. They're young. They're not right. going to have the same amount of capital, so they're gonna have they they had to do that or else the business would be over. And the they would majority of the, the trades were going anymore. through Robinhood, so they just kind of got like screwed. They didn't have a right. choice. So then that just that just brings me back to my question: Why did the other brokers just do it then? TD Ameritrade has one point three trillion in assets, and they stopped the buying as well. Was it? You know what I mean? Like that's what leads you to believe there's somebody I mean, behind. I guess I under. I guess I understand Robinhood because their their capital and their assets is far lower than any other brokerage. Right. But when you see TD Ameritrade with over a trillion dollars in assets and they even stop the buying, that makes you wonder what's I mean what's the what's the difference? Money is money, man. You don't want to lose it. It just sounds like somebody maybe regardless behind the scenes is pulling the strings. Right. The fact of the matter is, I think Mike, what are you doing, dude? And we didn't hear you. What am I doing? What are you doing? Are you switching or are you staying? Yeah. I'm staying. I don't have the patience to go to another one. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't have the Fair I don't have the patience to sit down. Although, although I really liked the when I looked at Thinkorswim by TD Ameritrade. Mm-hmm. I, I watched a few videos on it, and it is like if you want to sit down and you actually want to be hardcore, that's that's a pretty good place to start because their their interface is really well made it's clean it's it very clear it looks like a lot but when you but when you sort through it and you customize it you just learn what you need and what you don't need mm-hmm. it can it can be very efficient as a as a trading right, I platform totally agree. Yeah. i totally agree 100% yeah logan what are you but doing for are now, you saying are you going to merrill what are you doing um i like to use merrill for things um, the way you trade, I, I guess I could put it that way, like more long term things. Yeah. yeah, but Robinhood was just so easy for short term. Like it showed you the graph, showed you like how they were doing, what they were doing in the past week, month, year, and you could have it all on your phone. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like you, you guys are saying, I've heard a lot of things about new investors going to Webull, but I might try TD Ameritrade if you guys are going, because then I can just ask you guys once you guys figure it out what's the best way of using it. So right. I don't know. I think if you're going to get serious, oh. it wouldn't be a bad idea to do TD Ameritrade. And it's almost like it's it's good to have, it's like it's nice to have uh, Robinhood in your pocket and then TD Ameritrade at home. You know what I mean? So like if you're on the go and you want to buy some stuff, you do yeah. it through Robinhood. And then if you're at home... 
on the desktop, then you can you can open up Thinkorswim and you can just go ham. I'm pretty that sure TD Ameritrade true. has a mobile app. <laughs> go ham, uh, says Mike. <laughs> no, but seriously, is there an ham. app? I didn't even I actually didn't even think about that. I think TD Ameritrade think, does have an app. It does. I don't know if Thinkorswim is an app though. I don't think I don't know if Thinkorswim oh. is on your phone. And if it was, it'd be it'd be probably so difficult to navigate. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think about. Yeah, it. see, now you're thinking about it. You're sitting in the locker room. And right. You pull out your whole. I trade on my phone, so it's like Logan, like you it. said. I think I think TD Ameritrade <laughs> yeah. will be my long term, but yeah. Robinhood. Oh, if I ever do like options or. Swing trades, or so I think easy. I'm just gonna. I didn't yeah, even think that. Max, right there. No one Max. goes on your. No one goes on their laptop to trade on Robinhood. Literally, literally. No. it's all on the phone. Yeah. I no. sometimes go to the website just to you know monitor, but I don't. I'll check do it out, but I've never made a trade. Max, on it. exactly. Yeah. Like in, if I was in the middle of class and I already have my laptop open, I'll just make yeah. a new tab. That way, I don't have to keep looking right. at my phone. But I'll never like any actual trades was always on the phone, always. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Max. Weird. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Max, mm-hmm. you should try making uh you already have a TD Ameritrade account. You should try downloading their app and seeing if it's worth using. No, I actually their app I have their app. Their app is perfectly fine. It looks just like the website. I just don't know if Thinkorswim yeah. is on the phone. It actually didn't even cross yeah. my mind. Like that situation. Very difficult. Of doing yeah. it on the go and on the phone. That okay, from uh, you guys want to design. If you guys want a design perspective, it's really hard to cram a lot of information into a smaller screen space. Of course, so you're not going to get. It'll be very, very That's hard exactly to try and thought. get something. Yeah, you're. Gonna, it's going to be very hard to try and get something like Thinkorswim to to actually happen yeah. on your phone. So that's why I said it's kind of like it would be nice to have one or the other. So yeah. if you're really on the go and you want to try to have it in your pocket, then you can try Robinhood or perhaps the TD Ameritrade app. But then if you're really serious and you want to get in the weeds, Thinkorswim looks like the a pretty good option to do that. Yeah, for sure. To go ham. Let's go ham, boys. I think, yeah, I think I'll... I think I'll keep Robinhood, like just to have, like you said, yeah. Logan. Like if it's if I'm ever on the go, and I just want to make a quick trade, so I'll just easy, keep Robinhood. Yeah. It, it so is super easy. accessible and easy. Yeah. But TD Ameritrade for for the majority of things, I'm I'm gonna go there. Yeah. So just yeah. a quick rundown list. Um, TD Ameritrade. I think Max and Jared we're gonna do uh, has a feature called Think or Swim. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, the really application. Good. Yeah, it has an application on the web. Not sure if it has it on the mobile app. We don't believe so. Not uh, it web. It's really a desktop app. Graphs. Yeah, desktop app. Uh, it just shows really in-depth graphs, graphs and um, allows you to do research. Um, you've got Merrill Lynch, a more established, really kind of old trading. Uh, it's backed by Bank of America, so you know for a fact they have funds out the wazoo. Um, Jared, what what were some other ones? Weeble, Fidelity. Um, that, uh, that's a really Weeble, good Fidelity, Fidelity, E-Trade. There's Cash App. Yeah. There's a lot. It's really preference. Just search them around, swab. look at them, see what you like. It's different Definitely. for everyone. That's about it. And Mike is sticking with good old Robinhood. Yes, sir. For the time being. Build the portfolio. <laughs> Logan, What's I just it? looked up. Merrill Lynch has about over a trillion as well. So, yeah. It's a lot of money. Damn. It's a lot of money. So, yeah. All right. It's all preference. Fuck Robin Hood. Like you guys said. <laughs> End of... Only for short term. Oh, except for when I need it. Then I'll use you. <laughs> <laughs> then we love it. And we love all it. Right. Yay, Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Hit the outro.
dog. I got you. All right. Hopefully you guys enjoy watching this episode. If you did, make sure to leave a like. <laughs> leave a like and subscribe if you want to see more. Also, don't forget to hit the notification bell to get push notifications straight to your phone. If you're listening on audio, feel free to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a rating. It lets us know that you're listening. And finally, if you want to get in touch with us, you want to ask us questions and chat. Uh, we're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and we have a Discord server. So go ahead and hop on and ask us some questions. We'd love to chat with you. All right. Hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace.